0: what's up 10 and j man show nation this is tanner lee one half of the 10 and j man show and on behalf of myself and my co-host josh the j man month we want to thank you for listening to our podcast while you're at it on whatever platform you're listening on please hit that subscribe button and if it happens to be on apple Podcasts, please give us a rating review that really helps us out If you're interested in watching our show, our show is recorded live every Monday from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch that on the ISC Sports Network, on the free ISC Sports Network app, on the ISC Sports Network Facebook page, and their Twitter page. While you're at it, on the social media channels, please give us a like on our Facebook page. Please give us a follow on our Twitter and Instagram page, at Show. If you want to support our podcast and look great doing so, we have a merchandise store. You can go to any of our social media pages, click the link, click Tannen J Man Show store, and you'll find whatever you're looking for short sleeve t shirts, long sleeve t shirts, coffee mugs you name it, we got it. So thanks again for supporting the podcast. Now sit back, relax, and here comes another exciting, brand new episode of the Tannen J Man Show.
1: We're back. Another Monday night on the Tan and J-Man Show, live on the ISC Sports Network. How are you doing tonight there, T-Dog? I'm pretty good. This is Tanner, for those who uh, don't know Tanner. Um, Got a big show tonight. As I always say, we're going to have to... uh, Maybe scramble for some content Get later. a little creative. Send in comments on um, Facebook, Facebook Twitter. Twitter. I'm sure we can even look at Instagram if you want to comment on Instagram, anywhere on Instagram. Send us text Mess- messages, messages, whatever. Uh, for, for, you know, content ideas as well as uh, just random questions, questions you want to know. Comments. Um, good, thanks for watching.
0: How good are 10 Man Show merchandise is looking?
1: He's wearing a Tan and J Man Show shirt. Uh, we have a Tan J Man Show store. It's on the it's on the ISC Sports Network. Uh,
0: yeah, it's also easy to remember the address now. It's Tan and J Man Show Oh, <laughs>
1: that is pretty. Yeah. Uh, so we actually have a domain easy. with
0: it now. It used yeah. to be a bunch of letters and numbers. So Tan and J Man Show
1: This episode is brought to you by the Dam Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, the Dam Landing is the place to be. The Dam Landing is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou, focuses on freshness and quality. The Dam Smoke is here every single weekend. It features barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap. I did that on uh, Friday and Saturday night. I may um, have as well. Um, yes, you may. <laughs> you may have. Watch, of- watch it. Constant rotation of today's best micro brews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Taking the fantastic views of Lake Maniton, their beer garden, or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be. Located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester, their number is 574 223 8950. We uh, partook in some adult beverages on uh, Friday and Saturday night. Beer garden. Responsibly, of course. Oh, respons- Responsibly, yeah. Um, beer Garden, great view of Lake Manitow there. Um, get to watch the boats. Drive in. <laughs> get to eat some pretzel nugs. I like the pretzel nugs. Get to see some beer ducks. Get to see some ducks fall asleep. We were there so late. Yeah. Uh, get to throw stuff at the ducks. Uh, that was not me, though. I did not throw anything at the ducks. No, he did not.
0: I can I can confirm that.
1: You're also lying because I did definitely threw stuff at ducks.
0: What did you throw at the ducks? Ice Cube. I, I must have
1: missed that. I don't remember that. I mean, ducks deserve a little bit of fresh water, sure, and some um, tropical-infused uh, ice cubes. Would to, you uh, stop? Much on. Do, okay. would,
0: would you stop? Okay. We we we've rambled enough. What you got for
1: me, birdie bogey?
0: Yes, uh, the birdie bogey. Uh, let me bring it up. I think you got a pretty good chance to get this right. <laughs> MLB-related this week, so it's right in your wheelhouse. Oh. oh. Well, Tony La Russa
1: uh-huh.
0: just became the uh, second winningest MLB manager okay. of all time with 2,764 wins. I want to know who's first, who's third, and who's fourth. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Tanner.
0: If you get two, you'll get a par. Three, birdie. I think I have One, a decent nine. shot at a par. One, nothing.
1: I can't wait to uh, hear the question again because i already kind of forgotten.
0: That's all right. I'll repeat it at the end of the show for you.
1: Birdie Bogies brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mentone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. You can also get flowers from them now. Yes, you can. Sweet corn of season's coming up quickly, too. Yeah, I'll be here about a month. They Right make, around the 4th of July. They grow some phenomenal sweet corn. We uh, ate quite a bit last year. We might
0: have to eat some on the podcast.
1: I'm always down to eat sweet corn. Um, don't even care if they get it on camera. I will eat there sweet corn, go. and it will be all over my face, and I will never be happier. In
0: the J-Man beard,
1: in the J-Man beard, and uh, I can honestly say the happiest moments of my life were usually usually involved eating sweet corn. You know,
0: I wish James Harden wouldn't have coined the term "Fear the Beard," because so that could be a great Tan and J-Man Joe T-shirt.
1: Be a great one. Kids already are scared of it. Pretty sure my niece is scared of it. She cried when I picked her up. Got to be the beard.
0: <laughs> Could be many reasons. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, what do you want to start with tonight? Start with baseball. All right.
0: Got a lot of baseball going on. Uh, roller coaster yeah. week for the Cubs. Roller coaster week for Josh Muntz Twitter. Wow. Roller oh. coaster day yesterday for Josh Muntz Twitter.
1: It was a roller coaster day, definitely. Um, overall, pretty dang good week though. Facing the teams uh, with the two best record records in the National League. Uh, This past week, San Francisco Giants on the road uh, for four over the weekend, and they played the Padres for three. Swept the San Diego Padres. Looked great doing it, hitting the ball out of the ballpark. Bullpen's been fantastic. Starting pitching was great in that series. Followed up with uh, San Francisco Giants' team that honestly was not supposed to be that great. No. Um, Not many people thought of them very highly uh, coming into the year, but they're getting great starting pitching. They have a bunch of, like, journeymen infielders and outfielders that are having, like, career years. Uh, they hit the ball all over the ballpark this weekend. Uh, Cubs managed to salvage a game there in San Francisco. San Francisco is the one spot in all of baseball, I would say, that the Cubs struggle more than any other place. Why? Um, I don't know why it is. The ballpark's huge. Um, it's the middle of June, and it's 59 degrees. It's just it's cold there at this time of the year. It's really cold there all all year, period. Um it's just a different atmosphere, a different everything. And they've just – they haven't won a series there since 2013. Cubs were awful in 2013, lost 96 games, but they somehow went in there and sweep, swept them um, the year after the Giants won the World Series. Um, it's just I don't understand it. They – uh Faced some pretty good pitching over the weekend. Kevin Gosman, uh, who pitched Saturday for the Giants, might be the odds-on favorite to win the uh, Cy Young Award if the season ended right now. Anthony Di has been good for him. Johnny Cueto has been good for him. Wasn't great yesterday. That was his name from the past. Um, yeah, he's kind of having a resurgent sort of year. Um, and Then they started Scott Casimir, another name from the past. He hadn't pitched since 2016. He's in the league. I guess he was in the yeah, league. Yeah, he, he hadn't you know. pitched in almost five years. What, was he, he hurt?
0: Uh, or just kind of take a step away from the he, game or what happened?
1: I think he did have an injury, but I also think he kind of retired there for a bit, then missed it, and he somehow came back. That's impressive
0: to come back and get Uh, on the roster.
1: Especially, he's not young. He's probably 38-ish now. Uh, But, yeah, he pitched um, on Friday. But, again, huge for the Cubs to salvage a W this weekend. And now they only have to win one in San Diego, and I'll be happy. Uh, they played there uh, starting tonight at uh, a real late one, 10 o'clock the next two nights Eastern time. Uh, my Twitter will be very silent. Yeah, those games. I will yeah. not be up for those. Uh, but if they win one, um, I'll be very happy. It'll be 10 straight against the two best teams in the National League. Um, and if they go 5-5, five and five, you'll definitely live with that. Um, getting some contributions from guys that weren't even on the roster to start the season, Patrick Wisdom. Ever heard that name? No. He just won national. Probably
0: League smart. Probably pretty wise.
1: National League Player of the Week. That was a good one. Thanks. That was good. National League Player of the Week, where he hit four twenty nine, four thirty five. Excuse me. Six homers. Nine RBIs. Had a um, OPS of one point seven one nine. For years, we've watched other franchises, mainly the Cardinals, um, have guys come out of nowhere and just go on a tear for like two weeks stretch. I mean, uh, you remember that Aristides. Um, Aquino for the Reds back in 2019, Um, he's nowhere now. I mean, he's up and down with the Reds. He's mainly a triple-A guy that just got insanely hot. They've needed Patrick Wisdom. They've had so many injuries. Matt Duffy's on the injured list. David Bode is on the injured list. Nico Horner's on the injured list. Jason Hayward just came back from the injured list. Jake Marisnik's on the injured list. Um, Austin Romine's on the injured list. They have so many injuries to their offense. Now, Javi Baez is hurt, too. He hurt his thumb yesterday. Um, they've had so many injuries that Patrick Wisdom has been an absolute godsend for him right now. He's kind of carried their offense because Rizzo's not really hitting for power right now. Javi Baez is kind of in the sort of slump. Jock Peterson started to not hit again. Ian Happ's still only hitting 190, and here we are June 7th. Hayward's not hitting. Chris Bryant's been awfully consistent, but, again, you can't put all of the weight on his shoulder. Somebody else needs to step up. And, luckily, this week, Patrick Wisdom's been the dude. He single-handedly won them that game yesterday, hit two home runs and drove in three runs off of uh, Johnny Cueto. Uh, But, again, bullpen's been fantastic. Uh, The rotation did not have a great uh, weekend. Uh, Zach Davies got hit around pretty good Thursday night. Uh, Jake Arrieta got absolutely mashed. Um, I think Jake Arrieta actually pitched Thursday. It got mashed. He said he was sick, but here we are. He's made eight starts here the past um couple months, and his ERA is near eight in those starts. Not getting it done. Um, it's getting to the point where you gotta you're gonna have to make a decision. So you got probably a th- easy top three guys right now, and that's Kyle Hendricks, who's still getting hit or- hit around way too. A- way too much. Uh leading the national league. I think even the majors in home runs given up. Adbert Alzele's been their best pitcher by a wide margin uh in the rotation. Zach Davies, I think, will be okay. But again, Jake Arrieta has been bad. Trevor Williams has been bad. Cole Stewart's made two stars for him. He's been okay. He wasn't great uh Saturday night, uh, but he's been okay. He probably gets at least one more turn in the rotation before Trevor Williams comes back. Um I think it's pretty clear and obvious that their number one need should they stay in the division race, in a playoffs uh, race, starting pitching. 1,000%. Bullpen's great. I mean, you have. Almost every guy out there you trust to go in and get big outs. Craig Kimbrell's had an absolute resurgence of, of a season, striking out over 15 batters per nine innings. He has one of the lowest walk rates of his career. He's only given up 10 hits in 24 innings, only two earned runs in 24 innings. He's been fantastic. Ryan Tapera won a Major League or National League uh, Reliever of the Month in the month of May. He's been fantastic. Andrew Chafin's been awesome out of the pen. Rex Brothers had his moments. Keegan Thompson's been great. Justin Steele's been great, who's been hurt here the past uh, few weeks, but he's hopefully going to be back soon. Tommy Nance, who they called up, 30-year-old rookie, he's been great out of the bullpen. Really, every guy they've called up has answered the bell. and has been fantastic. But, again, they need more length out of their rotation. Guys are going to get worn out in that bullpen.
0: Who are some guys you would like to see them go out and try to make a move for?
1: So, it all depends about money. They say our – Tom Ricketts and the president. Do you uh, really
0: trust what they say? No,
1: absolutely not. <laughs> uh, Crane Kenny have said they're ahead of schedule as far as money, so they should be able to add payroll. Uh, but today, Crane Kenny, their president, says uh, they'll lose money on the bottom line this year because the Ricketts family allows them to run business at break-even level in a typical season. Uh, that said, Kenny adds performance will dictate whether the Cubs add or sell at the trade deadline. They've been pretty dang good. But he said that they will lose money. Uh, this year, even though they're at 60% capacity right now. They'll be at 100% capacity on Friday, starting Friday. They'll get some cash in there.
0: So starting this Friday, they're at 100%. They're at
1: 100%. Illinois, the state of Illinois is opening up completely. They're at 100%. Perfect weekend to open up at 100%. They played St. Louis Cardinals in Wrigley. That place will be rocking. But back in March, Crane, uh, Kenny, said this, at 20%. Um, capacity. The Cubs are break even, and uh, they will be okay money wise. You're and now, lying, Kenny. All of a sudden, three months later, um, they're losing money again.
0: Kenny, boys, lying.
1: Oh my god, they Somebody's killed Somebody's lying. Um. I prefer to just think of it as the Rickets are constantly lying. But uh, hopefully they'll be able to add. Uh, they definitely will be able to add, it sounds like, the one guy I think they absolutely have to try to make a play for, and that is Max Scherzer. 36 years old. He's on the worst team in the National League East, the worst in the Marlins, believe it or not. I don't see it getting any better. He um, – Having a really good year, but he's in the last year of his deal. He's do do thirty four million this year. Be a free agent at the end of the year. You prorate that from two months to go in the season. And, I mean, you cut that salary down significantly. You're still adding quite a bit of salary in that. But I mean, he's ha- he has an ERA of two point two two. He's been every bit as good this year as he has been really his whole career. Um, assuming the Washington Nationals stay out of the race, Max Scherzer is going to be a hot ticket item. At the trade deadline, and that's the one guy I think that could propel them to be the best team in the division.
0: I was going to say there's probably going to be a handful of other teams that will. Oh, a ton of other teams. Come calling for him Uh, if he's available.
1: Need pitching. And um, including the Milwaukee Brewers will need pitching. St. Louis Cardinals need pitching. Cincinnati Reds are somehow still in it. They need pitching. <laughs> somehow um, still um, really in it. The, the only team you can really say that's in a position to make the playoffs that doesn't need starting pitching is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. But you know the Dodgers will be the team that trades for Max Scherzer because that's just what they do. Um, they, don't care, <laughs> they don't care about money. They'll, they'll, just, they'll give as much money as they possibly can uh, to win another World Series. Um, but yes, Max Scherzer's a guy. I they, they might even, who knows, make a play for John Lester to kind of solidify the rotation. Um, bring him back, which would be cool with me. Take uh Arietta or uh Trevor Williams spot. That'd be so weird though. <laughs> you sign Arietta, he's one of your legendary pitchers, and then you have to uh you have to cut him loose after a few starts. It would be a little awkward situation. Yeah, it sure would. They knew what they were getting into though. But uh yeah, pretty good week uh for the Cubs, four and three Um, Go to San Diego tonight, as I said, tough to win there. They haven't had a whole lot of success there either. I think they did win a series. Actually, they've probably won a series each of the past couple years because they've just been so much better than the Padres. But in years past, Petco Park uh, has been a uh, sort of nemesis for them. Uh, Padres are struggling to score runs a little bit right now. I don't anticipate that being the case this week. Um, Cubs will have to face you Darvish on Wednesday, so it'll be sort of Poo. a reunion of sort, which if they would have just not traded him, um, they'd be sitting here in a pretty good spot already and wouldn't have to trade for a uh, starting a big-time starting pitcher at uh, the trade deadline. But hopefully they can uh, win at least a game in San Diego and then take care of business against the uh, Cardinals over the weekend. How
0: many wins this week would it take for you to be pleased? Six games. Three.
1: I would say three and three. Go win one in San Diego, then take two or three from the Cardinals. Be uh, happy as a happy as a pig. <laughs> is that a phrase? I don't. It I don't, is now. It is now. I just coined that phrase. <laughs> <A> happy <laughs> as a clam. P- that's, <laughs> that's that's definitely it. a phrase. Pig <laughs> clam, you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> hopefully, it's always huge to win the first one. So hopefully, uh, Adbert Owsley can get it done tonight. They face Ryan Weathers, who they faced last week. Uh, old stormy weather, son. You remember David?
0: David yeah. Weathers,
1: uh, it's, yep. it's his son, 21 years old. David was still pitching when we were seniors in high school, and now his son's pitching. Does that not make you feel old? Jeez. Um, they hit him around pretty good, though, there in Wrigley, and hopefully that uh, can continue Hopefully they tonight. can weather the storm. Yep. So, um, uh, Else around baseball, the uh, Tampa Bay Rays have the uh, tied for the best record in Major League Baseball with the San Francisco Giants. They're good. Uh, crazy. Enough. Uh, the Yankees coming off uh, getting swept by the uh, Boston Red Sox. First time in, in a uh, decade
0: they've got swept by the Red Sox at home.
1: Yeah, what's wrong with them? They, it looked like they were back, and now they've kind of slid back. They're fourth. I wish I had that answer. It's That's the thing. They just
0: aren't consistent.
1: They're fourth in the ALE, six and a half games back. Um, they're not hitting. Nope. They have an OPS. That's 11th in the American League. Um The pitching's been really dang good, though. I mean, they have the third-best ERA in the American League. Garrett Cole has an ERA, barely above two. (laughs) Domingo Germont's had a good year. Jordan Montgomery's had a good year. Corey Kluber's hurt, though, which that really hurts the rotation.
0: Shortly after, there's no hitter.
1: uh, Yeah. Jamison Tyone has not been good. Bullpen's been fantastic. Roldis Chapman's been as good as ever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jonathan Loisaiga, I always hope I pronounce his name Uh, correctly. It sounds
0: right to me. I'm a Yankee fan. They have some names that are tough to pronounce. Um,
1: That's why I stay out of it. You think they're good enough to start hitting, though, but but uh, they need a whole lot more out of Gary Sanchez. DJ LeMay, who's been 12% below league average hitting this year. Uh, Rudin and Odor's been horrendous for him. Glaber Torres has barely been above average. He's been right about average. Gio Urshel's been the same. Clint Frazier's been real bad. Aaron Hicks has been bad. Uh, Aaron Judge has been fantastic, 63% above average. Carlos Stanton's um, healthy now, and he's been pretty good. For now. Uh, For now, yeah. Um, But the bench has been bad. You're getting nothing from Brett Gardner. Oh, my God.
0: hes I mean, um, when um, he might Billy Hamilton has two more homers than you on the year.
1: That's pretty bad. I know there's a problem. Yeah. Uh, he's just—he's 37 years old. This is yeah. probably his last go around, yeah. I imagine, and he'll hang it up. He's still getting probably too many at-bats than he should. Uh, but, I mean, it's his, I didn't
0: think he'd be Yankee coming into the year. And
1: I didn't either. Surprising he was. He's actually, he has a uh, 7.15 uh, million team option uh next year and i can't Don't do it i can't imagine the yankees pick that up um it he does have a player option though 2.3 uh mill player option so i can't imagine he yeah. doesn't pick that up yeah um and they won't get that anywhere else no he'll they'll probably like designate him for assignment or something just give him his money and let him go on his way
0: been there for a long time
1: um but yeah else around baseball let's see the mets are still winning the east in the national league uh brewers have been hot uh they've been a uh They've been helped by their schedule, but, again, you got to play the teams uh, who you face. Mm-hmm. But they have great bullpen, uh, two really good pitchers. Their uh, Cardinals, a uh, real quite shocking sweep at home uh, by the Cincinnati Reds in, in St. Louis. Um, Cincinnati then, uh, Reds. Cincinnati Reds. They're sitting there only four games out. Uh, they had a really You good rip week.
0: them quite a bit, and they're hanging in there.
1: They're hanging in there, but they're still bad. I mean, Pirates are bad.
0: Um, Pirates are bad.
1: I'll go on record and say the Diamondbacks are the worst team in baseball. Yeah, they're They're eighteen games out already.
0: (laughs) Just quit, Copters. They're
1: bad. Uh, I feel bad for Angels fans. Yeah, Dodgers are good. Royals are still hanging in there. They're twenty nine and twenty eight. Got some more uh, baseball talk I want to hit on. Go for it. What do you think about uh, pitchers doctoring the ball and using some sort of substance to create uh, higher spin rate?
0: Haven't thought about it till right now, but I mean, they're, they're doctoring the ball. I don't like it.
1: I don't either. Um, it's been it's becoming a pretty large problem. I mean, you're, you're cheating in baseball. <laughs> it is one thousand I mean, percent cheating. It's on. really no different than what the uh, Astros did a few years ago. In nearly every single.
0: The in football. Yeah, football, I mean, that's you're deflating footballs for better grip.
1: Yeah. It almost looks like every single pitcher is doing it. Um, MLBs refuse to do anything about it.
0: What What do you think they should do, though? What, I, I think mean.
1: they're they're going to crack down hard and make umpire. And this is what it sounds like it's going to happen, because Major League Baseball is now starting to do something. Uh, they've met with the owners about it. They have to stop it, because strikeout rates are an ad, at an all-time high. Um, there's balls are put in play far less runs are still being scored about the same amount but you got to have balls put in play more um as i said last week i don't want the game to change at all but i do want it to get better because i want people to continue to watching it um it i think what's going to happen between each half inning the um, umpire is going to have to go and make sure he doesn't the pitcher doesn't have something on his hat a pat down. Um, yeah,
0: kind of like yeah. in a way, I mean, or, or, just or check like around
1: get something approved by Major League Baseball that can take place of the Rosenbecks. People don't even use the Rosenbeck. Yeah. Did not they
0: change those two this year? Um, to a different kind have.
1: of. I'm not sure. Um, it's you almost have to do that in order to get pitchers. Stop doing it. Trevor Bauer used to rip on guys. That are had these high spin rates because you say they're cheating, they're cheating. Now he has one of the highest spin rates in baseball, so he's clearly cheating. It's changed completely over the past three years for him. Um, so something has to be done, and I think ultimately something will be done. Um, I think it'll happen sometime soon, too, that they're going to start cracking down, maybe suspending guys, maybe I fining guys. I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, something has to be done. Yeah, it's,
0: it has to be something kind of major. Because I feel like if you find them, but you don't find them enough money, guys are going to continue to just do it. Right. It's, so you got to hit them where it hurts somehow.
1: Yeah. If if you're finding them, I don't know what sort of number, but then these guys have great years and they make huge or get a huge contract. Who cares? I mean, yeah. it pays off for them, right? But, um, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know what can be done, but something. I definitely don't trust uh, Rob Manfred to actually do it. So. Any, nope. any other baseball notes there?
0: I haven't watched much lately. I've been pretty bad this um, year, to be honest.
1: The White Sox are one of the best teams in baseball. Good even for both of our predictions. Even after the whole uh, Tony La Russa throwing his entire team under the bus, essentially, they're still, they're still they winning. they
0: still got those south side uniforms.
1: Yeah, still uh, winning series. They still, are better than uh, the
0: Wrigleyville uniforms, I will those say. Those Wrigleyville they city are uniforms not good.
1: are all – they look like – Some generic, (laughs) like, fake uniform somebody, like, created online. a team on on video game. It looks terrible. The Southside uniforms are cool. Um, They'll still probably sell a good amount of them. I'm sure, but but I know Cubs fans were not happy online, which Cubs fans are never happy online, so it's not too much of a shock. You're looking at one. Yeah, I'm never happy. I'm only happy when I'm miserable.
0: Yeah, very true. Put that on
1: on, shirt. I'm pretty happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Uh, check Facebook uh, while you're on the I already on did. The internet. I, I have, we got nothing. I have been doing the uh, internet no checks, and we have uh, zero comments. All right.
0: Um, so well, maybe we'll get some before the show's over. Yes. Up.
1: Please comment, people. Yep. Football, um, Aaron Rodgers, they say there is no change to his status. He will not, um, barring any unexpected developments overnight, uh, he will not be reporting for minicamp, which means uh, starting Tuesday, the Packers, the Pikers, the Packers can fine him ninety-three thousand and eighty-five dollars if he misses all three days of minicamp. Um, a pretty small sum, uh, since he's already jeopardized a five hundred thousand dollar workout bonus by missing uh, OTAs. Just show up for OTAs. He doesn't make care. Make five hundred grand. He's dug his heels in. I'd do a lot of crap for five hundred grand. Yeah. All he had to do was show up. Yeah. You could still be mad at the mm-hmm. contract situation um, and get paid.
0: Now I'm start, I'm thinking it's not the contract. It's just a he wants out to management. I agree. Like, as long as these guys are here, I don't want to play here.
1: And eventually you're going to have to choose between your yeah. Hall of Fame best quarterback in your history because he's a lot better than Brett Favre um, and your general manager, and you'd be stupid to pick the general manager. Yeah. Um, Jerry Reinstorf – uh, sided with Jerry Krause, and you saw what happened. Um, I mean, I know Rogers liked to make that comparison with this, which I make it makes sense. Um, but uh, to call himself Michael Jordan is kind of asinine. Yeah,
0: I'm really starting to think we might see a Carson Palmer type situation.
1: Just sits out. Just sits out the whole year. I think the Packers then would be okay with gives it. gives
0: next offseason. Mm-hmm. Something finally gives.
1: Packers would be like, okay, we don't because have to pay you. They,
0: they would see what Jordan Love could do for you. Right. Say he's pretty good. They're like, okay, we are going to get rid of Aaron. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. they'll,
1: they'll still be suitors. We don't have to pay you. We don't owe you anything, which mm-hmm. is kind of stupid because they owe him quite a bit, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, and they've never gotten him any sort of weapons whatsoever. They did this just to just themselves. Use.
0: If they would have gotten him some weapons and just communicated when they took Jordan Love, right. called him ahead of time, chatted with him about it, Instead of just mm-hmm. leaving them in the dust.
1: Yeah. I think that was more so it yeah. than the actual Jordan Love pitch. Which I get. Rodgers has even said, like, I don't care about Jordan Love. Yeah. I love Jordan Love. Yeah. but it um, was... I, I've just been here long enough, been good enough for so long that I feel like I need to be more in the loop. And to not do that is just insanely stupid on the Packers' part.
0: I mean, look at the Buccaneers. They took Kyle Trask at the end of the second round. Maybe it was in the third round. But they called Brady ahead of time. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. Like, love to yeah. help the kid as I can. So it's just that little phone call. That's all it yeah. probably would have taken. Just,
1: it, a lot, a lot of crap like that can be yep. alleviated if you just communicate. We as society, explain.
0: we don't like talking on the phone, even though I it's the quickest, the easiest mm. method. You know, I, I'm not <laughs> even huge on talking on the phone, but it's the quickest and easiest method of communication. Right? Easier than text, FaceTime. All
1: they need to do was Zoom. Send him a text though, and just say, you "Hey." Heard anything yeah i know anything. yeah message him on twitter
0: could his cinema
1: do have a twitter
0: what was that um what was that i can't think of the uh there was a social media that was around for like a year and went away
1: for a year yeah i'll remember, think of it later remember that one social uh platform that lasted about three months where it was uh you could say your you could create an account and then people could tell you their opinion of you yeah you, you did it, and I uh, called you some choice words on there, if I remember correctly. It probably.
0: <laughs> I don't remember what it was called. Uh, yeah. Uh, What was the one I was talking about? Um, Tout. Tout.
1: I have never heard of that.
0: Yeah, I only really know how it worked. It was like it kind of a big thing for a little bit, and then it just went away.
1: Tout? Mm-hmm. I have never heard of that before in my life. Yeah. I
0: think it was tout. Maybe. I don't know. How Sounds long ago? Right. Probably back in like 2013, 2014-ish. No. Die. Yeah, But it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Rodgers thing and the Packers and yes. everything. Uh, Julio Jones. Julio Jones didn't mm-hmm. see that. I, I thought he'd get traded eventually.
1: I didn't think the Titans, though. Or this soon, either.
0: No, I mean, Titans. Oh, boy. Now you got Tannehill, Henry, Brown, and Jones. That's good offense.
1: Might be the I wouldn't say no, best. No, Colts fans don't like it. Best offense in the uh, AFC, but it's got to be a top three offense in the yeah, AFC. Yeah, it's not better than Kansas, better than Kansas but City. It might not even be better than Baltimore's. Yeah. Um, it's up there. But uh, yeah, just add another weapon for Tannehill. They're going to be a really good team. Yeah. Um, Mike Vrabel. Spent coach. a lot of
0: money in the yeah. offseason for pieces.
1: Only gave up a six or a, seven, uh, a second round pick, I believe, is what they gave up. Um, which isn't yeah. a, isn't a whole lot But again Julio Jones hasn't been able to stay healthy Right, but, man if he can stay healthy right. for a full 16
0: I have seen some people think This is a trade that Will be fine for the Falcons because Julio's on A little bit of a decline mm-hmm. but I don't think it's like as much as when the Colts Got Andre Johnson he was on more He of he was
1: done Yeah, When they when they uh, got him on Did they trade deal. for him or did they sign I think signed it was a free him. agent it was like deal Two
0: year $30 million deal or something Yeah, yeah.
1: He uh um, neighborhood. I think Julio's got something left. He's still fairly young. I mean, he's not 36 or whatever right. like Andre was. Right. And he's still explosive. He just has to stay healthy. And yeah. Ex- I th- it's a pretty low-risk move for the Titans, giving up a second-round pick on him. just amazing. I mean,
0: we're in the first week of June, and we're talking NFL. It's just what the league does. They do it. They constantly yep. make headlines. Yeah. Um, but it'll be, I'm sure, in a week or two, there'll be more to talk about mm-hmm. about something. So, Yep. Yep.
1: What do you want to talk next? Want to be educated or? Got yeah, some yeah. Go ahead. Right. I want
0: to learn something. In
1: 1906, on this day, the Chicago Cubs scored 11 runs in the first inning of a 19 nothing drubbing of the New York Giants off future baseball Hall of Famers Christy Matthewson and Joe McGinnity. Worst beating in Giants history.
0: So th- those weren't scrubs. They were uh, Chrissy Matthews. might
1: be court. the greatest pitcher in the history of the game, and they uh, lit him up. Uh, the Dodgers scored 11 runs in the first inning against the Cardinals this week. Oh, wow, I did
0: not see that. Yeah.
1: Uh, Cardinals got up, one nothing. Paul Goldschmidt hit a homer, and then the Dodgers proceeded to score 11.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the bad bottom of the first. Um,
1: 1932 at 47, Brooklyn. Pitcher Jack Quinn becomes the oldest player in Major League Baseball history to record an extra base hit. He had a double as the Dodgers beat the Cubs. I wonder if uh, Julio Franco. Uh...
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I thought I was going to say the oldest
1: pitcher ever to get a hit. I was yeah. going to say Jamie Moyer might have been close. This was an extra base hit.
0: Though. Yeah, yeah, right when you said that. It,
1: yeah. Julio... So, Julio hit three doubles at the age of 48. So, that is already uh, Nolan Void there. Uh, Jackie. Who won the 1941 U.S. Open? <laughs> men's Golf. 41? Yeah. Uh, ben Hogan. Denny Shute. Ever heard of him? Mm mm. Let's see. A lot of Belmont stakes. Um,
0: yeah, that's going on this weekend.
1: 1966 Major League Baseball draft, the New York Mets passed on Reggie Jackson to select Antelope Valley High School catcher Steve Chilcott. Whoops. Number one overall. That was a bad one. Yankees on this day in 67 took Ron Bl- uh, Blomberg number one. I've never heard of him. Me neither. A lot of French Opens. A um, lot of Major League Baseball draft, but I've never heard any of these guys. 1977, the White Sox took Harold Baines number one overall. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer, yeah. Just from a few years ago. Who won the 1978 NBA championship? 78? 78. 78. Jeez. <coughs> I want to say the Knicks. Washington Bullets <sighs> defeated the Seattle Supersonics. Two franchises my, my that are no longer
0: uh, waiting, waiting for the day. Yep. Seven games. They're coming back one of these days. Um, Get the change.org.
1: Petition's going. Who won the 1981 French Open men's tennis? The uh, Bjorn Borg. Ah,
0: I've heard of him, but.
1: 1982, the New York Mets took Doc Gooden. Good one. They also took Roger McDowell and Randy Myers. Um, 1983, Steve Carlton temporarily passes Nolan Ryan with his 3,552nd strikeout, but Nolan obviously would get him later. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayne Gretzky on this day in 1989 won his ninth NHL Hart Trophy, which is MVP. In 10 seasons. He yeah, won 9 out of 10. That's
0: why you get a nickname like the Great the One. Great he one. was amazing. Like every time I read Wayne Gretzky's stats, they just make my jaw drop.
1: Also on this day in 89, it was the first baseball game to start outdoors and end indoors. As Toronto Blue Jays Stadium closes roof during game at 848, 40 minutes after Interesting. first pitch.
0: I don't think I've ever seen that happen.
1: Brewers have done it when it started raining or something, pop up, shower, and yeah, they had to close it real quick. Didn't. Mariners mm-hmm. have had to do it. Um since. never
0: seen the NFL do that.
1: No, they've played through the conditions. Ninety four, Ricky Henderson stole his eleven hundredth career base. He was fast. Makes fast people look not so fast. Who won the Stanley Cup final in two thousand four? Oh, four? Let's go with the Carolina Hurricanes. Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Calgary Flames yeah. for yep.
0: in seven. Yep. I, did not, I knew Tampa Bay's won, too. I did not know
1: Calgary made it, though, in 04. Who won the 2009 French Open men's tennis? Nadal. Federer. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a 50% uh, yeah. chance there. Well,
0: <laughs> Nadal used to dominate that one. That uh-huh. was the one Federer couldn't get.
1: Darn it. Bryce Harper was the number one overall pick by the Washington Nationals on this day in 2010. He lived up to the hype.
0: And then pretty some. good.
1: Pretty good. Who won the 2015 French Open? Dull. Stan Warwicker, <sighs> Rinka, beat uh, Djokovic. See, I almost went with, um, yeah, Djokovic. So... I went, yeah, was, uh, who... Last one. Who won the Stanley Cup final in 2018?
0: 18. Was that the Bruins?
1: It was the... the Washington The Washington Capitals.
0: Capitals. <laughs> <laughs> Bruins, Penguins. Capitals. I'll get there eventually. That'll do it. My abs got their rear ends whooped last night. All of a sudden, it's a 2-2, 2-2 series 2-2? going back to Colorado. Do they, who are they playing? Vegas. Oh, the nights. Vegas the is full nights. capacity. I mm. think they're the only NHL stadium for this round that was full capacity. But it's rocking. Yeah, it was ridiculous last night. They just whooped on them. So going back to Ball Arena, hopefully the Avs can get going because uh, it's funny how a series can flip momentum pretty fast. Absolutely. Absolutely. And- but they get home ice advantage, so when, we'll see.
1: When you're up two games to zero and lose game three, it almost feels like you have to win game right. four or uh, right. you get a little nervous there.
0: If they win and get to the Western Conference Finals, Ball Arena is at full capacity for the mm. next round, so which cool. would be really cool. Um, but there's been some intense playoff, ga- playoff series. But i got to say, Colorado and Vegas, they're the two quickest teams in the league. And you watch those two teams, and it's, like, fun to watch. Then you watch the Islanders and the Bruins, and it's like watching paint dry on a wall. You ever done
1: that? No. I did it down here for a little while. Yeah,
0: yeah, watch it peel off the wall yeah. using the wrong kind of paint. Uh, that's a story for another day. But, yeah, so hockey, my biggest gripe, of course, it's being a Colorado fence, these 10 o'clock puck drops. And more times than not, I don't think one of them, They've actually been on TV on time. The game before them goes over yeah. every
1: single time. They need to stagger games more, but yeah. not stagger them. You have to, we're starting at 11 Eastern time.
0: Well, next year it's um, <coughs> TNT and ESPN is the new home for hockey starting next season. Mm. So that'll be different. They'll be on TNT and they can stagger them a little more than NBC Sports Network and CNBC and stuff, mm. the NBC networks. Gotcha.
1: Yep. The king is dead.
0: Yes, but before, uh, I better read the uh, sponsor read for the On This Day segment, that's which is you. brought to you by, well, I was getting it up there, <laughs> which is brought to you like it is every week to, by Performer Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for any trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Performer Print House has over 50 years combined experience, yes, that's five zero in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print promotional company today by giving them a call at 574-210-3815.
1: The king is dead.
0: Which king are you referring to?
1: LeBron James. Yes, first time in LeBron's refreshing.
0: career. He is out in the first round, so he's now 14-1 and all time in his career in the round one of the NBA
1: playoffs. Huge for the NBA to get some parity. Huge um,
0: for just casual fans like you and me. Yeah. I'm sure the league hates it. I'm sure TV hates Who it. cares about the league? Too bad.
1: Yeah, too bad. You have a stat on your phone. I do. Um, The team that is left that has the last NBA championship was in 1983, and I believe that was the Philadelphia Sixers. It was Sixers. the
0: Philadelphia 76ers. The Milwaukee Bucks were champions in 1971. The Atlanta Hawks, 1958. The Clippers, Jazz, Nets, Nuggets, and Suns, never. I need one of those teams to win it. I am
1: going to say you have a real good shot, in my opinion, Um, to win it tonight. We have uh, the Brooklyn Nets, who are up one game to nil on uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. And Denver uh, Nuggets, Phoenix Suns are starting their series tonight.
0: I like the Nets tonight to go up two.
1: I like the Nets to win that series. Um, I do, too.
0: I think about six games.
1: Yeah, I think they're better than any team in the East. Uh, the Sixers are pretty good. Joel Embiid got hurt. Not yeah. sure how uh, long he's going to be Yeah, out. I mean, the Hawks beat him. Yeah, they, the, yeah, they're up. So they're up yeah, one-zip. The one. I mean, without Embiid, that's a big um, blow. Can you believe that draft trade? It was uh, Trey Young for Luka Doncic. It's the
0: most even trade in NBA history. Crazy.
1: Both are very good players. Uh, trait, fits those systems. Both superstar, both going to get a Supermax max contract. Yep. Uh, did you see Dirk today? Called Luca the greatest player in Mavs history. He's I did not a, see that. He's he's a lot better than me as well. Uh, uh, he's a pretty
0: talented fellow.
1: Yeah, he is what uh, Dirk said. Which uh, Dirk's always been a humble one. Yeah, he has. He's a good dude. Um, who who you like in that Denver uh, Phoenix series? I
0: think. Oh gosh, it's going to be a good one. I think Phoenix gets the series, but I it's going to go six or seven. In tonight's game. I think Denver covers that spread, but... What is the spread? Five, I believe. Hmm. But I think Phoenix still pulls it out. So I think they'll win by four points or less.
1: Devin Booker put on an absolute show. I think he shot... Shooter's dream. Eight of ten from three-point line uh, in game six against the Lakers. Um, They've built a really good team out there in Phoenix. Um, Chris... Chris Paul just wins everywhere he goes. It seems yeah, like
0: yeah. I I was going through my head the other night. I forgot he was even on Houston for a second because I mean yeah the Hornets, then Pelicans, uh, Clippers, Rockets, Thunder, where they overachieved last I was year big say, time. Yeah, so I thought I was, I was laughing at. I am like you are the worst team. Probably
1: due to Chris Paul, and then the Suns. Yeah, and same dude. I I don't know if I'd call the Suns extremely overachieved because I think most people thought they'd be pretty good. Yeah. Probably not, uh, not the, yeah. two seed in the West good. No. Uh, but give me the Suns in about six, yep. I would say. Um, good team. They've just, they have a really good roster they've built there. Uh, Brian Randall, remember him? alina he mm-hmm. is an assistant coach for them. Really? Yeah, after playing years in Israel. Maybe
0: that's who Underwood should reach out um, to about the assistant he, job. They have. Oh, <laughs> and he said, uh, I really like the NBA. Yeah, Which yeah, I don't most blame. guys do when yeah, they get there and, and they don't, Want to come back to college unless they can make a transition to a head coaching job pretty quickly usually. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's just college coaching is an absolute grind where you don't have to grind nearly as much in the NBA. Especially now.
0: This recruiting is just wild. Yeah,
1: you have to re-recruit guys with the transfer portal. Um, It's just a nightmare for a college coach. It is. Um, Who you got winning the Hawks-Sixers series?
0: Well, last week I said Sixers. I still think they'll get it done. I I still think they're better.
1: If Embiid's out multiple games, uh, give me the Hawks, but yeah. I don't think he will be. He Nate died. McMillan, unbelievable. I think the Sixers went in about six. Um, Nate McMillan. Clippers-Jazz, this is an interesting one.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Clippers I think Clippers are more seven, talented, even though,
0: even though the Jazz are really good.
1: Jazz are good? They're four-point um, favorites. So the Jazz do have a tough
0: home court advantage.
1: I think Clippers get it done, though, in the series. This will be the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week. Not sure if the series will be over by next Monday. But my book of prediction of the week is the Clippers will win that one and they will uh, go to the Eastern Conference Finals or Western Conference Finals, excuse me. Um, I think they win, I think it goes seven. Yeah. So we won't know by this time next week. Uh, But J Man's book of prediction of the week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau insurance agent Travis (coughs) Watchering. Excuse me, for life, home. Auto renters business workers comp and farm insurance contact traps at two one nine eight six nine four five six one his email trapsstopwatching at infb dot com can buy insurance in Ohio and he has an app free app you can download to uh, get yourself some insurance that's right get your veggies I hadn't done that yet no
0: came out of nowhere yes <laughs> it did I thought you guys said get your insurance nah. and, and, okay but. All right. But uh, speaking of, we were talking about NBA and college coaching and recruiting being tough. A lot of big-time coaching news in the same day last week. Huge. We had NBA and college. In the NBA, we had Brad Stevens moving on from being a coach to being the president of basketball operations for the Celtics. Danny Ainge leaving. I don't know if he was – leaving on his own or fired. I don't know, really. Uh,
1: But anyways. Everything I've kind of read is he's kind of, like, pushed out a little bit. So the
0: Celtics are going to be getting a new coach. So uh, it sounded like Brad was just wore down mm -hmm. dating back to the bubble last year, which I get. I think he'll be a head coach again someday. Maybe not.
1: But I think he takes a few years and does this role. Yes. I don't think – if he's worn down by NBA coaching, he's never coming back to college basketball. Well, the job I thought – Die now. The
0: job I thought he might come back and take is going to be filled by John Shire, and that's Mm -hmm. Duke's job as Mike uh, Krzyzewski, Coach K, as he's uh, better known as, is going to be stepping down after this upcoming basketball season.
1: It's interesting because you saw Roy Williams uh, retire and Hubert Davis took over. Uh, They're keeping it in the system. Yep. Um, If it goes poorly, though, it could get ugly there. Sure. Um, But at the same time, you see a lot of those schools kind of go in-house, especially – Taken over after a legendary coach. I mean, you saw yep. with Gene Cady, yep. uh, Matt Painter taking over. Um, wasn't Mike Davis on Bobby Knight's staff? Yeah. Um, so that but, was kind of.
0: Painter was brought in. Yes, from Southern from Illinois. Southern, but he only had one year of coaching um, experience, head coaching yes, experience. Yes,
1: but that's why they brought him in is to Cur- be the heir apparent. Yes. And he, he obviously he played for Yes, Katie. he's part of the family. Uh, was yeah. Was he on Cady's staff at all before he went no. to Southern Illinois? Okay. Nope. Uh, but it, it's it's kind of similar. But he's part anyway. of
0: Bruce's staff. I mean, yeah. it all intertwines. Um,
1: Indiana kind of did it hiring Mike yeah. Woodson, and now I I assume the reason why they hired Dane Fife was he'll be the coach of. I should, would presume uh, so. Uh, so uh, we we see this happen with these blue blood type programs hasn't happened with Kentucky. Um, I'm not sure who followed Rupp. Your was it? I don't know who followed Adolf Rupp,
0: but. It also not only are they having these family hires, it's coaches who don't have any college head coaching experience. It's kind yes. of a new trend.
1: Yeah, um, Shire has been an assistant for a while. Sure. Hubert Davis has been an assistant sure. for a while, but again, it's not being a head coach, and you don't get any sort of head coaching experience at a mid-major level to see if you can right. actually do it. Yet you're thrust into two of the top programs in college basketball right. history. Right, um, which is it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. But it, I think. Obviously, K will use this entire year to oh, yeah. raise up Shire. If we
0: thought Dick Vitale was insufferable before,
1: yeah, we haven't seen nothing yet. He's, he's going to cry on a broadcast again, like he did during the Bobby. He's going to talk about Coach K.
0: Not that he already doesn't, but every single Constantly. broadcast he's on, it could be, it could be uh, um, Pepperdine.
1: Versus um, <laughs> San Jose State. Versus
0: um, New Jersey Institute of Technology, and he'd be talking about Coach K.
1: Yeah. Um, don't get me st- – why'd you get me started on uh, Dick Vitale?
0: We need – let it go.
1: We need, we need filler. Can't stand that guy. <laughs> he's insufferable. He was great 20 years ago. Unfortunately, he's stuck 20 years ago and yep. says the same stuff over and over again. Robert Montgomery Knight, the general, baby. And – not many people really <laughs> like him anymore. Yeah, ESPN <laughs> continues to shove him down our throats. He's people, a diaper
0: daddy. He's super oh, yeah.
1: sensational. He's a PTP <laughs> baby. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Don't like him. Yeah, but in college sports, man, the landscaping's wild right now. Just wild mm-hmm. with the COVID impacting,
1: then the new
0: grad transfer or the transfer rule in general, and high school recruiting. It's just wild.
1: Yeah. To me. Um, and I don't blame these old codgers no, for uh, I, 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 retiring. No. I think Jim Bayheim's done after this year. I think year. he's
0: next, and then I think good old Tommy Boy's after him, Izzo. Yeah. Shortly after, um, I don't know how many they've,
1: uh, I saw Izzo announce his staffing changes. Matt McQuaid's going to be his director of base- oh, great. basketball great. ops. Um, He seemed like he was there 10 years. Mm-hmm. He's another former player from the mid-2000s that's going to be it's there. not and Keith Appling. I'd never know. Keith Appling's, uh might be uh, – in charge of the prison uh, prison basketball league, there. Longest
0: but. yard, the longest court. <laughs> that
1: was stupid. That yeah, was.
0: <laughs> it was. Took a stab at um, it, but and yeah. did, it. Flopped. <coughs> flopped. Flopped like a dookie. Yeah. Like Great polish. <laughs> flopped like a dookie. He can get kicked out of games now, coming up for flopping. Yeah, he can. Good. Like, Davidson's going to get kicked out all the time. He's back, remember?
1: Yeah, um, I like that he's back. He shot like one of seventeen. All from your the floor boys are back. He's uh, back.
0: Bohannon's back after fine. getting KO'd at bars. No one likes him. Well, that was obvious from the video. Yeah,
1: no one there. I've I've literally heard no one at the University of Iowa likes him. They can't stand Should the guy. Have the Wisconsin. <laughs> no one would like him there. Either, no. But
0: he's back. It's like hundredth year. We'll have plenty of Big Ten basketball in mm. a few months <laughs> to
1: talk to him about. But you want word association? Mark, yes,
0: please. please. I'm interested to see what kind of topic we're we're discussing tonight.
1: U.S. president slash uh, world politician. No,
0: what?
1: George, George Washington. Wooden teeth. Thomas Jefferson.
0: Uh, what bills he
1: on again? Twenty? I don't know. I sound really dumb right now. But I think twenty dollar bill. I, he was also a slave owner, which was bad.
0: Uh, that wasn't the first thing I was thinking of.
1: William Henry Harrison. Indiana. From Indiana. He was president for 31 dying days. from
0: the Spanish flu, wasn't it? Or the flu? He, uh, the flu?
1: he didn't wear a coat to his inauguration because he didn't want to, and he got the cold a cold and died. Trying to be a man. Millard Fillmore.
0: Millard. Nice name. <laughs> I know nothing about him.
1: I know. That's why... Uh, That's why we're doing this list. You gave me horses one week. Yeah, but because of the Kentucky Derby. I know. This is completely off topic, and I'm okay with it. Andrew Johnson.
0: Andrew Johnson?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Andrew Eiler. He was... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to educate you. Here.
0: I, I need to be educated. He,
1: uh, he, he was Lincoln's VP, so he took yeah. over after the whole assassination. Which we brought up last week. He's considered one of the bottom two presidents in the history of the world. <laughs> in the history of the U.S. I feel
0: good to compare him to Andrew Eiler. Uh, I'm sure yeah. he'll give us
1: some feedback. Ulysses S. Grant. Um, the Union. There you go. Yeah. Grover Cleveland. President twice. Yep. 22nd and 24th. Yep. I didn't even know that till I looked it up. So yeah. I, you know. I remember. I've, this is an homage to your dad cause your dad loves, oh, he loves presidents. presidents.
0: Well, I remember my grandpa used to have, maybe still does <coughs> this. Um, I think it was just from Washington, clear to uh, George W. Bush, and they had the, all their pictures. And in, in Cleveland's, he had a different colored bow tie on, on one. He had like a purple bow tie one time uh-huh. and then a turquoise on the other one.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Teddy Roosevelt. Good president. Yeah, he uh, he was an interesting guy. He'd go on like like safaris in the Amazon, and he was he was an explorer. Yep. William Howard Taft. Big boy. Yeah, he was the fattest president we had. Didn't
0: they have to lift him out of the tub with something? I yeah. I remember reading that history yeah, books, he, like he, some machine.
1: He, he was a larger. Large uh, fellow. Liked his uh, liked food. Yeah. Uh, Harry Truman.
0: Did the unthinkable. Yeah. Didn't think he was going to win.
1: Well, he uh, he took over when FDR uh, – who, who did I say FDR? Harry Truman. I think I skipped over you said, FDR. You said Truman.
0: You didn't say anything um, about FDR.
1: He, he took over after uh, – or when FDR yeah. uh, died. He didn't want to be president. Yeah. Um, and he's the one that made the decision to drop the bombs on uh, Japan.
0: Wasn't he – he was, was it him or Eisenhower? See, I'm making an idiot of myself, so you're welcome. Um, no, was it him it was or Eisenhower it. that they had the newspapers printed up with the guy he was running against them as the winner, and they didn't win, so I do not there was—I think it was Truman. So there's that famous picture of them holding after he's announced the winner, but holding up the newspaper that said huh. whoever the guy who was running against them wins.
1: You're teaching me something. I think it was him. <laughs> I don't <him> <laughs> I think it was Truman. Uh, FDR, polio, three terms. Yep. JFK,
0: shot. Yep. But I mean, um, yeah, the Kennedys are interesting. Interesting family.
1: Richard Nixon. Watergate,
0: I'm, I'm, I don't even. Need, I just need the
1: signature <laughs> pose. Margaret Thatcher, who she was the UK uh, prime minister there in the eighties.
0: No, I, I okay. Learned something. Got
1: nothing. <laughs> Martin Van Buren
0: <laughs> reminds me of just an old classic music, musician. Like a, he a had violin. Huge where, sideburns. Yeah, just some yeah. like a Beethoven, Mozart type stuff.
1: Winston Churchill.
0: Just, I want to have a cup of tea with that
1: guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he was a good dude. Good dude. That's got to do it for word association. I, I
0: thought we were going to get to some more recent presidents. I uh,
1: no, I didn't. I'm sure people don't want to hear your thoughts on. Uh, yeah, the recent ones. They will offend people.
0: Yeah, on accident. I don't mean no. to because I'm. I don't have. Um, not big on the one politics. Way or the other. Yeah. yeah me so either. I vote and everything, but I'm not, not big big on it. Like you could probably tell by my lack of knowledge. So, <laughs> But the, <laughs> the word associate segment is brought to you by Rhett Lee, Attorney at Law. Rhett Lee and the Law Office of Andrew Akee LLC are located at 206 4th Street in Logan'sport, Indiana. Rhett provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana in practice criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, give him a call today to schedule a free consultation at five seven four seven two 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 one. Have you done the uh, Circle Fifteen read yet?
1: No, I have not. But
0: I was gonna. I'm glad you reminded me because that leads me into we're gonna be talking golf on the show. But. Um, Yes, uh, the j Man Show is also brought to you by Circle 15 Golf every week. Circle 15 Golf is a brand focused on bringing tour quality products and experience to the everyday golfer. Built on 25 years of tour experience featuring the Genesis Glove, the most durable and comfortable glove available, and the patented Glove Hub, the first and only glove humidor on the market. Find both those products and more. They got brand new hats out. They got a black camo hat, a, a regular camo hat, a white camo hat. Um, They got ball uh, divot repairs. Um, They have ball markers, all kinds of things. Circle15golf.com. They just did a revamp of their website. It looks uh, really crisp and clean. Not that it didn't before, but it looks even better. And uh, Circle 15 Golf founder Chris Smith had a big win last week. He won the Indiana Senior Open, Hmm. two-day tournaments. Um, After round one, he was three over par, six shots behind a leader going into round two. Chris decided to fire off eight under round of 64. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty solid. And win it. So uh, Pretty, pretty good. uh, Chris has a quote here. He says, uh, Indiana golf means so much to me. I have been playing in these tournaments since I was about four years old, and I want to continue to make a mark in Indiana history in my competitive days that I have left. So congratulations, Chris. Mm -hmm. Big win. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, Golf was in the sports news big time on Saturday. Um, not only was the Memorial Tournament one of the biggest, biggest uh, tournaments that's not one of the four major tournaments going on, but an unfortunate incident happens after the round. John Rahm, leading the tournament after round three by six strokes, gets notified that he has <coughs> tested positive for COVID nineteen and must withdraw from the tournament. They didn't tell him this till after. His third round was completed, and he was coming off the green. TV cameras caught it perfectly. I got to think the timing was made for TV because it made for a crazy moment. Um, But, man, what a – it was kind of one of those situations where you look back last year when the PGA (coughs) Tour was going on, that was their nightmare. It never happened. And now when we're getting at least the lights at the end of the tunnel for the pandemic in America, this happens.
1: Yeah, he – I saw the video of the moment they were telling him. Did you see that? He was devastated. Absolutely, you could tell. Um, they he tested positive. Did you say the night before he tested positive, and um, they wanted to get another test to confirm it? And they let him play, and mm-hmm. they still let him play four more holes after uh, they got the second test back. Yep. Um, it just it sucks for him personally. It sucks for golf because um, he was how many strokes was he up? Six, Six
0: strokes. I mean, he had probably a ninety nine percent chance
1: of hanging on to that lead. <laughs> I mean that's a that's a tournament he uh, that will not go on his record that he won that he, won, he essentially won it and he
0: won it last year so he was looking yeah. at back to back wins yeah. in a big tournament. Um, what happened was on Monday, May thirty first, he was notified or the PGA Tour notified John Rahm that he was subject to contact tracing protocols as he came in close contact with the person who had was COVID positive. So he was given the option to remain in the competition and enter the tracing protocol, which includes daily testing and restricted access to indoor facilities. And um, so he did that, and so he was tested negative every single day until Saturday night. Um, and his tests returned <coughs> re- positive at approximately 4.20 p.m. Eastern time while he was on the golf course. The PGA Tour's medical advisor requested a, a, another test of the original sample, and that came back at 6.05 p.m. Eastern time, which was also positive. So then he was notified – Taking off, and, taking off the course. Now with protocols, he remains in isolation through Tuesday, June 15th, which is the week of the U.S. Open. Played at Torrey Pines, which he'll be able to play in. Um, and he's won there before. And uh, a friend of the show and fellow listener uh, um, of the show, Aaron Lynch, gar- not only guarantees John Rahm's going <laughs> to win the U.S. Open, by at least by four or five strokes. <laughs> I still take the field, but I did think John Rahm's statement was very classy and if you're not a John Ron fan already which I'm not the biggest John Ron fan but this makes me appreciate the guy a lot more than I was he tweeted out this was after uh, this was on Saturday he goes I'm very disappointed in having to withdraw from the moral tournament this is one of those things that happens in life one of those moments where he- where how we respond to a setback defies us as people. I'm very thankful that my family and I are all okay. I will take all the necessary precautions to be safe and healthy, and I look forward to returning to the golf course as soon as possible. Thank you to all of the fans for their support, and I'm looking forward to watching the showdown tomorrow afternoon with you all, which Patrick Cantlay end up winning the tournament. Second time he's won the Memorial Tournament.
1: Yeah, it's just a sad day. For yeah, you. it's just a
0: <clears> bummer. <throat> yeah. um, but glad he's asymptomatic so far, mm-hmm. and um, – and hopefully we'll see him back soon.
1: It's funny you just told uh, said something about Keith Appling, but I just got a notification on my phone that the prosecutors plan to charge ex- the ex-Michigan State basketball player with first-degree murder. Wow. Going to go to prison for a long time. Didn't expect that to come he, up. He uh, got time. in some trouble that uh, Tom Izzo uh, covered up. Uh, we're no, pretty sure no, of, no, 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 um, no. Back when he was in college. and Not uh, Tom. So not, not Tom. Keith Appling turned out to be a not a very good dude. Yep. Give me the birdie bogey, there, fella. Yes, the
0: birdie bogey <laughs> one more time, Josh. Uh, Tony will La- get a par. Tony Larusa, legendary manager of the A's, the Cardinals, now the White Sox. He became the second uh, winningest major in MLB history with uh, two thousand seven hundred sixty-four wins. I want to know who's first, who's third, and who's fourth on that wins list.
1: Um, Bobby Cox is on in the top four. I am pretty sure.
0: Correct. He's fourth with two thousand five hundred four.
1: I think Connie Max won.
0: Yep, you at least got a par. He is number one with 3,731. So you at least get a par. If you get this other um, guy who's number three, who Tony passed with 2,763,
1: you get a birdie. I did not see it this weekend, so I don't think I'm going to get it. But I, Joe Tory,
0: No, good guess, though. Correct first initial.
1: John McGraw? John McGraw. Son of a gun.
0: You get a par that your birdie attempt lipped out all the way around. All the
1: way around. So,
0: I keep pace. Yep, still only one behind me.
1: There's a lot of seasons. A lot of years. Wrap
0: us up real quick, J-Man.
1: Thanks for watching the Tainan J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. We'll be back at it next Monday. Have a fantastic week, everybody. We'll see you later.